This episode is brought to you by Terrible Origami, putting the OMG in origami. TerribleOrigami.com, home of the million dollar frog. Welcome to Toad's Recall, <laughs> the podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember very well. We watch that movie and talk about it again after we have eaten pizza. <laughs> no. That's a disaster. Eat pizza. We have eaten. We have had eaten pizza. Have, Nobody cares about the pizza. Everyone cares no, about the pizza. No, it's terrible. It makes us sound like we're middle school. I get fan letters <laughs> every day. Every day. Saying... I wish I knew what kind of pizza yeah. you were Please having. dedicate five more minutes to pizza talk yeah. every episode. And I like, get, donate $50 to Toast Recall to find out what kind of pizza Ooh, we Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody can do it. Tiered donations. Yeah. $100, you get to order pizza for us <laughs> the toppings. $150, you get to order... We'll tell you what pizza we're going to get ahead of time, and then you can order it for yourself while you're listening to the show. You could live eat. Yeah. While While we live eat. Yep. Yep. My name is Dan. (laughs) I'm Molly. (laughs) I'm also Dan. (laughs) I'm Beth. And our movie this week in celebration of the reboot is Jurassic Park 1. Mm -hmm. Revisiting. Visiting. I don't think it's called Jurassic Park 1. I mean, it is now, right? JP1. That is my first bet. Jurassic Park. Well, sure. Well, it's just like they didn't call World War One until World War Two happened. Yes. They called it the Great War. Or the war to end all wars because they were short-sighted. Why don't they call, why didn't they call, like, World War Two the last World War? Because at that point, I think they'd already been jaded enough to realize, like, oh, this could totally happen again. we got to leave the door open. Yeah. Do you mean last, like, there won't be another one, or most recent? Like, uh, <laughs> like, like the secret. Put, put, like what you want in the world out into the world. So yeah. Saying World War Two, right? So the last World War. Yeah. How about like, World War Two? We're done with that. Now. Well, but yeah. you got to remember, Beth, that like when the, the Second World War ended, like the Soviet Empire was still looming large. So the opportunities you know what for global war. Cool <laughs> during World War Two, as if uh, pterodactyls. Hell yeah, that'd been amazing. Are there pterodactyls in this one? No, I think that's number three. Oh no, wait, wait, wait. no, no, they're not. I think doesn't wait. it fly away at the there very end? Some. No, those are birds. No, no, no. no. At the very last one, they're helicoptering out. Wait, the last Jurassic Park or the last frame of this movie? The last frame of JP1. No. Birds. Dan's bet. Birds. (laughs) Wow. Wow. You think that they're birds and not pterodactyls? Yes, because it's about the cycle of evolution. I do, yeah, I agree with Dan, but in a less angry way. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much the dynamic of the show, right? (laughs) Right. Uh... I feel like what you're describing, Molly, is like the like a shitty horror movie, like little stinger at the end. Like here comes no. number two, pterodactyls. I distinctly remember a pterodactyl, a pterodactyl nest mm-hmm. that could be another. That is not I think JP it's one, JP three, or maybe two. For, the Lost I don't World. think I've ever seen. There three. is no flying dinosaur in JP one. Okay, I would just like to make a Molly's bet okay. that there is some kind of flying dinosaur. In JP one, it might not be attacking. No, but I think it's just. I think it's just beautiful. It's like the main. It was just beautiful. Of of like number three, three. Rodan. It must be three three. because two is the Lost Raptors. Still Raptors. Yeah. 
Because this one is raptors, definitely raptors. Raptors oh, and T Rex. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, T Rex is in there. I thought but... the T Rex was like the major. Mm, raptors are the star of this movie. Raptors are like the. They're like the like. Like the alien of this movie. Like yeah. in the movie Aliens, the raptors are like the alien. They can like, open doors. They are on, we are jumping ahead <laughs> okay. of ourselves okay. here. Yeah. So. I ha- okay, we have to get back to this because there's definitely a lot of T-Rex action in oh. this movie. In I fact, just that's all to... I can remember about this movie. Well, I would love to hear what Beth remembers yeah. about this movie. That's we, true. Okay. We also haven't talked about See, our personal experience watching this movie. Let's okay. start with Beth. Okay. okay. Um, I don't know when I saw this movie. Probably when it came out. Like, not in theaters for sure, uh, but probably on a VHS somewhere. And, um, I haven't seen it since, I don't think. I know I've seen the second one a bunch of times. Um, who knows? (laughs) I, I feel like, I feel like, uh, maybe one of my friends had that on VHS or... It was VHS for Were sure. Were you and your friends TV. obsessed with Jeffy G? So you just wanted to check out The Lost World <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over and over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's definitely... Uh, no, I think I liked that one a lot because there was a um, a strong young female character in mm. it. She was a gymnast and right. she did a flip and kicked a Velociraptor <laughs> in the face. Let's watch that one. No. No. Um, I agree. But in the less agree In fact, now that I think about it, I think I saw the second one before I saw the first Whoa. one. Oh, that could be true. Could be false. Who knows? <laughs> no uh, way to it. Yeah. So that's that's. Uh, you guys want me to guess what the movie's about, or you want to share your experiences? I want to share my experience. Okay. Um, I'm certain I saw this movie in theaters. I want to say like '93. I want to say this is a '93 movie. Um, I was definitely. It feels like a junior high experience for me. I know. I also had a sweet ass birthday party. Where we went to the second run theater in my town, which no longer exists, called the Old Mill. Um, and my dad was very excited because it was a very reasonably priced birthday party <laughs> <laughs> to take ten to fifteen kids to like this. I think it was two dollar movies. Nice. Uh, and we saw, and and that was I was seeing it again mm-hmm. uh, when I did that. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. This movie's good. <laughs> I think I I'm gonna guess I saw it in '91. That is my bet. Mm. Um, I don't have any real factual basis for that except I remember my sister's boyfriend was really into Jurassic Park, um, and this I remember Jurassic Park when it came out was during an era where uh, multi-channel merchandising was really coming into play. So you could get like Jurassic fries, uh, you could, like big, uh, biggie size. No, that's wrong. Yeah. Uh, make it bigger. The um, super, super size. Super size. Yeah, size. you can uh, supersize things into Jurassic sizes. Nice. And uh, we all started talking about things in terms of asaurus. Like everything was like Brontosaurus Rex. Um, it was really fun, and I ended up reading the uh, <laughs> uh, the Michael Crichton book. Yes, um, which is a very you know you can make fun of him all you want, and, and I encourage us. Too, um, but he—he <laughs> ah, ah. can write a really great book. Uh, so yeah, I've read it, I've seen the movie, and then I saw it in its re-release about three years ago. Mm-hmm. So I remember this movie. There was a re-release, something yes, like there that. Was. Oh great! Yeah. Did yes. you get like remastered? Like they put Job of the Hut they in three dyed it. They three dyed it. Oh yeah, yeah. I did not see that. So I have seen it very recently. So I'm going to hold back on some of the details that I remember. All right. 
And yet you still insist there's a pterodactyl. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I definitely saw this movie when it came out in the theaters because I distinctly remember my brother and I going with our mother and insisting that she not sit with us (laughs) because my mother is notorious for audibly gasping whenever anything remotely startling happens. Like sometimes... And I'm talking like low level startling, like literally like someone could step into frame and sometimes she'll be like, <gasps> so we were like, mom, you cannot sit next to us because we knew what this movie was going to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you saw the previews, like you knew like dinosaurs were going to be popping out all the time. There's some high level startles. There's some high level dinosaur startles. So you left your post-traumatic stress disorder mother alone yes. in one of the most suspenseful movies out at the time. Yeah, we were teens. How far away was acceptable for her to sit? Did she also see the movie? Yes. How far away were you sitting? Wait. Did she acquiesce to your demands? She did. Okay. Uh, she, we were like maybe like a there was like a row, a buffer row. I think. Okay. Not that far. Sure. But she we just still... we honestly our main concern I don't think so much was embarrassment so much as like we wouldn't be able to hear the movie. Yeah. Because she'd be gasping all the time. <laughs> focus on the. Dinos. I wanted to focus on them sweet CGI dinos. Yeah. Which blew my fucking mind. They looked so good. They looked right. so good. They're CGI. Well, some partly. Like, yeah. Jurassic Park was sort of, like, one of the big forefronts of, like, look what computers can do. Okay. Like, some of them are animatronic, for sure. Yeah, that's what I felt like they were a lot of, uh... Yeah. Puppets. But there's, like, certain scenes... <laughs> there's, there are certain scenes that are sort of, like, those were presented at the time of just, like, the wonders of computer graphics now. Like, the, the magic that film yeah. can offer with computer graphics. Because, like, there's whole sequences, usually, like, wider shots... Where there's dinosaurs just doing stuff that's just all computers. Right. I just want to add that this movie changed the way I saw chickens and birds for the rest of my life. Also reading the book. Yes. But yeah. I also read the book. I should say that. Uh, At the time. Yeah, the way they move. Because they studied chickens and birds and how they move to inform uh, dinosaurs. Yes. Because a lot of it's based on that dig in Montana mm-hmm. uh, and the realization of uh, dinosaur hip bones yeah. and bird hip bones and how yeah. much they have in common. Well, if you ever have seen a bird's feet like up close, they look like dinosaur feet. They're they are scaly. dinosaurs. They've got mm-hmm. Yeah, claws. they're big time dinosaurs. Birds are dinosaurs. I was in Hawaii <laughs> no big deal. last year. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> but on Kauai, there's just like loose chickens everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, these are dinosaurs. Just like <laughs> watching chickens walk around. Yeah. It's like watching little furry dinosaurs. Yeah. They're but that's adorable. also informed, though, by this movie, right? Because they were referencing chickens and For, how they made the dinosaurs move. Yes. And now we think that's how dinosaurs move. The T-Rex. And so we project it back the, on the chickens. The pace of the, like, the T-Rex gait was based on chickens running. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe, I, maybe I did, and I've forgotten that I knew it, and yeah. it's subconscious now, but... Uh, that fact is sounds new to me. I'm pretty sure they like yeah they modeled the T-Rex and uh, chickens running or some sort of bird on Chicken Run. The, yes, the uh, Ardman uh, animation movie from <laughs> ten years later. Yes, mm-hmm. there was a time warp. Uh, Steven Spielberg was like, I love this movie. I want to make my own movie. <laughs> Michael Crichton was like, I've got a dinosaur book. He's like, close enough. And Jurassic Park was born. Yep. Uh, I can't remember if I read the novel before the movie came out or if I saw the movie and was like, I got to read that book. Yeah. Because uh, I wasn't, I mean, I was still relatively young, but I know my dad was reading the book. So maybe I just was like, oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Is but I read the book. Is that why your dad didn't go see the movie? What? Is that why your dad didn't go see the movie? Because he didn't read the book? No, I don't know, because my parents were divorced, and I was just with my mom at the time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thanks, <forgot>. Molly. 
Jeez. I tried to forget that time with the wonders of dinosaurs. Uh, yeah. Oops. Uh, but yeah, this movie's awesome. I loved dinosaurs as a kid. I still do. All so. kids do. Well, not all kids, but it's like a very, like... It's a common Kids love dinosaurs. Thing. And I'm not, like, I love dinosaurs, but I don't know what, like, what... What it is. What taps into child brain that it's like, yeah, dinosaurs are pretty universal. It's like trains and dinosaurs yeah. both have specific right? time periods. It's like big, powerful things. Huge, yeah, right? I think it's partly because it's like, they are like... They're like creatures of fantasy, but science tells us that they were real. Yeah. So it's like this cool thing where it's like there used to be these awesome fantasy monsters around. Right. Gotta be still bananas to see a dinosaur. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they do a pretty good job in that first scene. The wonder. Where the, yeah. Yeah. Because like the lady, Laura Dern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is looking at like a leaf, and she's like, "Oh, this leaf shouldn't exist." <laughs> uh, and then Sam Neil, yes, is like sees a brontosaurus, which is back, guys. Brontosaurus oh, yeah? is back. Do you have you aware of this news? I'm headlines? not. I'm not aware of this. So, do you remember as children that the brontosaurus was a thing? Yes. Yeah. And then eventually, dreams sci- were crushed. Yeah, science yep. is like brontosaurus is bullshit. Yep. It's a brachiosaurus. Yes. Mm-hmm. But now, just, and a patasaurus. Yeah. As well. Just in the last like. I'd say two, three months. They're like, nope, uh, we were wrong. They were wrong about being wrong? We were wrong about being wrong, and Brontosaurus is back. What? It's a real dinosaur. So we were, oh. was one of the other two fake then? Yeah. Or I, are they all real now? I think maybe they're all real. Oh. Yeah. It's a miracle. There's a lot of tall dinosaurs now. Yeah, there are. I mean, they're all tall, but like... <laughs> well, not all of I them. Mean, giraffe-like dinosaurs. Oh, those ones. Yeah, those are yeah. tall. They're all real tall. Long necks. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is the land before time. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Samuel stands up and he's like, holy shit, and like tugs on Laura Dern's yeah, yeah. whatever. Like cartoonishly, like... Yeah. Do they start on the island? No. This movie opens, I believe, at a dig, right? No. No. Oh, what? no. This movie cold opens where we get where you get Muldoon's oh, yes. mouth shouting, a close of his mouth shouting because a dinosaur... <laughs> Muldoon is the badass uh, like game hunter they hired to yeah. like... Keep the dinosaurs under control or right. something. Okay. He's kind of a cartoon character. He's very much a cartoon <laughs> character. Uh, no, the movie starts where I think they're like shipping a dinosaur oh, into the park. Yeah. And like some poor, I assume, illegal migrant worker oh. gets like oh, caught yeah. up in the raptor cage. And Muldoon is very... I just remember his giant mouth on the screen <laughs> shouting at them to shoot the dinosaur. Yeah, And they don't... So it's like, this place is dangerous. Yes. And then they're like, children... Nope, not yet. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I wonder, this is why I'm so interested in what you remember, Beth. Yeah. Because I feel like there's certain moments that I remember from the first viewing that were so powerful for me, but I wonder. Here's what I remember. We're trying to plumb your youthful mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I remember, I don't know how it starts. Cool. I know that they're on an island. Richard Attenborough is the actor, correct? I think so. He yeah. is a grandfather, and he has two grandchildren. Mm-hmm. He does? <laughs> I might be making this yes. up. Yes. Oh. I think those are the kids. Don't tell her if she's wrong. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> Isn't that right? Then there's those two people you referenced earlier. Yep. They're both <laughs> archaeologists or some sort of dinosaur experts. They're on the island to check some stuff out. Yep. Then Jeff Goldblum's there for some reason. Yeah, yep. Jeffy G. Uh, then I remember they're on the island, something happens, and all the electrical fences turn off. Ah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Then there's a dinosaur, a T-Rex escapes and eats someone on a toilet. Yep. Uh-huh. yep. That's like the, the water glass part. Uh-huh. Um, then they're in a trailer or something, and then a big eye pops into the window, and the T-Rex tries to push them off of a cliff, but then it loses somehow. <laughs> And then they fly off the island in a helicopter. That is what I remember. Awesome. That's awesome. That is great. That could summer. be a complete. I feel yeah. like there's a part where a T Rex eats someone in a waterfall, and then there's blood in the waterfall. That oh. might be the second one. Yeah. I don't know. That's going to be the second. Blood waterfall. Blood waterfall. Wow. I think you got most of the high points. Well, uh, there's, there's a. Yeah, I guess you're forgetting this. High dinosaur points. There's definitely, dinosaur she point. definitely got a lot of the high dinosaur points. Yeah. I feel oh. like a lot of the high character actor points, though, have yet to be touched. I remember mosquitoes. That's Ooh. how they get the DNA, is from the mosquitoes uh, yes. in the agates or something. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Molasses sack. If that were true, right. that would have changed childhood so much, because people were obsessed with finding agates. But if they, if Jurassic Park taught them that you could get dinosaurs out of them, it would be like a whole new game. Wait, people were obsessed with finding agates yeah, in your right. life? No. Yeah. Like Cool Rocks, right? Maybe that's like a, like a Minnesotan. Oh, sorry. Like you go sorry you lived in the magical west coast or wherever the <laughs> hell you yeah, grew up. <laughs> that might be like, like a Lake Superior. Yeah, maybe. Kind of thing. Okay, wow, yeah. No, sorry, we were, sorry we grew up in beautiful glacier-cut landscapes <laughs> that had incredible rock formations. Apology accepted. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I... I, Forget it. I know. I really am tickled by that cultural moment you shared. <laughs> what are you hoping to find a sweet crop of Kush that you could smoke up with your bros? <laughs> I mean, uh, when we summered in Maine, we were hoping to find. Oh my god, <laughs> sea glass. Uh, but then, yeah, uh, where I grew up on the West Coast, uh, we were just going to tide pools all the time for hermit crabs. <laughs> oh. for hermit crabs? Yeah. When I was a kid. Sure, crawdads. I looked for oh, crawdads, not hermit crabs. Those, that, those don't exist here. Although crawdads, there's a big regional difference in names of crawdads. Right. Let's are. go around and share what we call crawdads. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let's not do that. It's super boring. Crayfish. Bye. <laughs> I bet Molly has an adorable southernism. I, I don't. I actually, that's Louisiana. It's um. not Georgia. So, I don't okay. know. Anyway. Dinosaurs. Yep. Well, uh, so I will say, though, that one, the, one of the main things that I got out of this movie was the velociraptors testing the fence. And that has become uh, a metaphor for me in many situations where I feel like children, for example, mm-hmm. are always like little raptors testing the fence because oh. they have nothing better to do. Right. And they can test every inch of the fence and find your weakness and take yeah. advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So. God, the velociraptors are so BA in this movie. Yeah, they are like straight up creepy and like have incredible agency for giant reptiles. Is there a scene in this one where they're running through like tall grass? No. That's the second one. Yeah. Wait, there could be tall grass. Yeah, There's one where they're running through tall grass. I know grass exactly what she's like talking about, and that is not this they're one. hiding in the grass. Oh, no, but there is a beautiful herd running scene. Yes. Yeah. There's a stampede. A yes. <laughs> yeah, that seems awfully simple. Let's just hide behind this log. Well, it's just sort of like. And they weren't carnivorous dinosaurs, they were just a herd of herbivores trying yeah. to go somewhere. And they were trying to not get mufasa Right. <laughs> nice reference. Um, okay, Dan's bet. Jeffy G is going to be the most delightful part of this movie. That's a good bet. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, okay, I can't remember. I always get 
a specific moment in this movie and Independence Day confused. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's but let's a moment hash it out. In one of those movies where you just cut to him straight up lounging with his shirt open <laughs> uh, and like just sweat, just like glistening off <laughs> yeah. his hairy chest. It's this one. <laughs> this one. Yes. Okay, it might be both. Strap in. Actually. But That's true. It could be both. It's so weird to me oh, that he's a amazing. sex symbol. It's incredible. Wait, 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 wait. He was. He like, was. I think like in The Fly. The like, Fly. Early. Come on. And so like by the time you get to Jurassic Park and Independence Day, uh, it's like the tail end of sexy Jeff Goldblum yes. and the start of like insane Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Um, you get a beautiful hybrid. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's bananas. And now he's like just magical. Yeah. Uh, I love him and everything I see now. Mm-hmm. He's like a, a like a modern day Christopher Walken. Who's <laughs> still around? Who's still around? <laughs> but just like you know, like the weirdo, like the charming weirdo actor. Yeah. Yeah. What I love about the movie version of Jurassic Park is that they give an even they give even less explanation for why his character is on the island because they only have a tight two hours or whatever. He's the chaos theory, right? Guy. Mm-hmm. Like in the book, there's like a whole monologue about like statistical whatever and like insurance and blah 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 in the movie i think it's straight up just like oh it's that damnable mathematician that we invited to the island <laughs> yeah. or something and he's like maybe hitting on laura Dern. oh he's straight oh. up hitting on laura yeah. Dern. oh yeah okay maybe i just didn't pick up on it no or like i started to but i was like there's a distinct like- moment where he's like she's not available is she and then sam neill just cock blocks him yeah. hard well because he should be better at expressing his feelings yes and they also have a dilemma in their relationship. Yes, they are in a. They are a couple. They are a couple mm-hmm. already. Yes. Or it's not like we fall, we fell well, in love because they are a couple, but they are in a strained period mm-hmm. when they go to the island. Are they? They're not married. Correct. But maybe they should get married. Are they kind of in a shit or get off the pot situation? Sort of. I don't want to give it away for you. <laughs> What's the first time in a show at the time of the movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I am confusing them with the Twister couple. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, wow, yeah. I feel like we maybe talked about this when we did Twister, but, like, these movies kind of look similarly, although Twister's not good, and this is an amazing movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's I hope so. I hope that pans out. <laughs> right. Uh, but, like, just the dynamics of, like, strained relationship, and maybe Dan even made this point of, like, what else is an awesome force of nature? Oh, tornadoes. Um but yeah, so I'm confusing their relationship of like. Right. But they are they're about to get divorced, maybe. Yeah. And Twister. And Twister. Yeah. And this one, they maybe are about to get married, or they. Yeah. They're they like, have a more they're, hopeful. Yeah, they're still way into each other, but yeah. they're just at a moment. They're at a crossroads now where they want different things. Are they trying to have kids? One they're of not trying kids? to. Just one of them wants There's, kids. That's and the, the strain. Oh. Yeah. And. Then they fall in love with the children on the island. Ah, that might be an overstatement. I feel like one of them learns to tolerate. Yes. Okay. I think that's yeah. a better way to put it. Yeah. Um, there is a... Okay, the dinosaurs are the main villain, really, but isn't there a... There's like a sub-villain who is Newman. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I don't... He's trying to get something science-y, right? Yes. He, like, is trying to mm-hmm. get a dinosaur or some of the DNA or something. Mm-hmm. Yes. He is amazing. Yeah, he's great. Dennis Nedry. <laughs> He has the best exit line ever. He's like, I'm just going to go get a Coke or a soda. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. isn't And then he is killed by a tiny dinosaur. Tinier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, I don't know, dog-sized dinosaur. Yeah. 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 That has, like, venom spit. Yeah. Right? yeah. Spitter ones. Yeah. But I feel like it's like a... 
That one didn't get as much play, but that's still pretty Oof. crazy. Terrifying. Yeah, like, seems friendly at first. I feel like I had like a friend who had a toy of that dinosaur with the, that it would like, <laughs> yeah, with the frill. Like, that oh, thing would pop up. Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. And it was like fabricy. Yeah. yeah. But those dinosaurs didn't actually have those frills. They just added those for visual aesthetic effect. <laughs> those dinosaurs were actually slightly taller and did not have any sort of decorative frills. They just, but they were theorized to have venom sacs attached to their throats. <laughs> Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool story. Guys, I read a lot about dinosaurs when I was a kid. Yeah, you did your post-research after this movie. Did this inspire dino research? No, this or? just fed the flames more. I had been obsessed with dinos since I was a young, young child. Yeah, I had a poster on my wall that I really liked as a kid that was just like a very scientific chart of like, here's a bunch of dinosaurs organized by era. Me too. And with a little man, a little yeah. like silhouette of a man to compare the size. Yes. Yeah. That was awesome. That was good because you'd be like, holy shit, this is so big. Yeah. These dinosaurs are so big. Yeah. How could something even exist that's so big? It's crazy. Is, I feel like a blue whale is bigger than all of the dinosaurs. No. Is that not true? I feel like it's true. Well, like. That's bet. <laughs> Whales are bigger than dinosaurs. <laughs> Most of them. I mean, if you're talking about, if you're just talking about like tonnage, probably. But if we're talking length, <laughs> I think there's a gigantic long neck that is oh. pretty goddamn big. All right. We'll have so to like look head, it up. Like head to tail yeah. is your measurement for bigness? And well, I'm just saying like that is the one statistic that they might beat out a blue whale. Most longest? Yeah. So is anyone worried about not liking this movie as much as you used to? Yes. No. no. <laughs> I am on board for this movie. Oh, as, I'm as Beth was describing it. I was like re-remembering the insane amount of like iconic scenes yes. in this movie. Yes, mm-hmm. like you mentioned the water cup already. Eating the guy from the toilet. Yes, uh, uh, there's another one when they're running away from that T Rex. That's like been referenced so many times. Yes, the objects are closer than they may appear. Yes, on the big mirror. laugh line in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was this was basically like Spielberg's like Jaws. Again, like he like once again like just like defined the blockbuster yeah. for the nineties. Yeah, because this like this owned pop yeah. culture. Clever girl. Yes, I say that mm. all the time. Right? Still. How can you not? It's been like twenty years. Yeah. Okay, I've heard this several times. I do not remember it, and I feel like I would. But is there a line in it that is "Hold on to your butt"? Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Yes, there absolutely is. Delivered by beloved actor Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. In a rather under underexposed role, I guess. Like he's not understated because he's yeah. still very aggressive yep. and awesome, uh, but he's not in it a ton, which is actually kind of fun. It's just like holy shit, there he is. Is this early Sam Jackson before he's like a big deal, or just like he has a small role, but it's still like oh, it's Sam Jackson? This is like I think this is the beginning of the modern renaissance of Sam Jackson. Is this pre Pulp Fiction? I don't know. Molly's bets no. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's a couple years post, after. Post pulp. Yeah. Post pulp. I think Pulp Fiction is ninety one, and I think this movie was ninety three. I think Pulp Fiction. I would do the opposite. Me too. Well, anyway. Ninety three on pulp and ninety one on. I just. That's JP1? my guess. Yep. 
Well, I would just do the opposite on the order of when Sam Jackson was in those movies. Yeah. I think Jurassic Park came out in like 93. Pulp That's Fiction fine. also might be 96. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think late. it's at least 93. Well, Pulp Fiction, my mom and my stepdad were definitely together because they went on a date to see it. Okay. And I was like, what'd you see? Pulp Fiction. Oh, is it good? And they kind of gave a coy answer. Right. Which now I understand because it's like, the movie's pretty There's a lot going on. Right. There's like a lot going on in that movie. Yeah. Uh, so as a teen, preteen? Tween. Tween? As a tween? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> A term didn't exist. It's weird to think of myself as ever being a tween. Cause <laughs> anyway. Uh, so maybe it's not so important we figure out when Pulp Fiction came out. Right. Uh, maybe it would be a good idea, though. I mean, how many dinosaurs? Are you giving it five dinosaurs? Oh. Five butts? I don't know how you want to. Oh, yeah. Do That's we want to talk about week. the Bechdel test before we yeah. uh, yes. the movie? I'm going to hope it passes, but very slimly. I'm going to give it a I hopeful think, yes. I'm going to give it a yes. I think that the young well, girl and Laura Dern will talk. Yeah. That's like your only chance, right? They're like the only two main females in the movie. Yeah. 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 All the rest uh, are just dudes. I'm going to give it a hopeful yes as well. I, I do want to add, this was the one of the, I think this might have been the first movie where I thought about sexism in stories generally. Because mm. someone, I saw like the movie had been out, everybody had seen it, and one of my friends was like, hey, you know Michael Crane's a sexist? <laughs> uh, and like to hear that and not really understand like the large scope of what that meant, mm-hmm. it was just like a label, like, I don't know, like anything else. Uh, and then to think, like, well, what does that mean? Yeah, that's why, like, the girl, like, they swapped for the movie, the two kids. Right. Because in the, book the girl's the useless one and the boy like knows computers right i mean in the book the girl is much younger yeah Mm -hmm. and then it was like oh people there was like a weird moment of like people are sexist right and they can still be successful and it was a very (laughs) odd moment to like think about that sort of thing uh it's a group in california where everybody just loves each other right right and like there's no sexism it's just equality everywhere no like tensions between (laughs) Groups that have been undermined for decades, yeah. or yeah. But uh, I still think Bechdel-wise, uh, hopefully, yes. Should and it is it is a little sad because the the girl is mostly inept and scared through most of the movie, and yeah. at the end she does know computers. Oh, yep. yeah. it's still, but it's so wrong. Yes. And we can get into it. In the second oh, it's going to be but amazing. It is so, I'm looking forward to it's it. My favorite yeah, Beth, I'm looking time. forward to you seeing that again. I, I think. Oh yeah, because really... I don't remember it. That's awesome. That's perfect. Uh, So five... So five dinosaurs. Okay. Yeah. Just five velociraptors. All of them. Just everything. Smooth. It's so good. Uh, I'm going to give it four. (laughs) um, Based in part on that I've seen it fairly recently, and I'm scared there aren't going to be any surprises left for me. Right. I'm just... I'm going to give it a four just to... Allow myself the opportunity to be delighted <laughs> more than I expect because I'm I am slightly nervous. Like I don't think I've seen this for quite a while, like at least ten years. So I'm nervous that it's going to like show its age a little. I'm gonna be like ugh, ugh for at least part of it. Like when Jeffy G's on screen, I'm gonna be eyes wide open. Anytime a dinosaur does anything, I'm gonna be like, this movie is awesome. I'm just worried there's gonna be like a couple of moments that I'm just like ugh. Yeah. But I don't know. I I feel like it's still held up as like one of the great, you know, blockbuster adventure films. That is exactly why I'm going to give it five. Wait, what is our unit of ranking? Dinosaurs. Okay. okay. 
Uh, I'm going to give it five because... What dinosaur? Uh, a brontosaurus because it's real. Ooh. And uh, because I feel like I remember liking it. I don't remember it that well, but it's talked about so much as being such a great movie that I have very high expectations for mm. it. <laughs> so, five dinos. Is that not a recipe for disaster? No, it's going to be great. I agree. Uh, mine's gonna, mine is four compies, which are the little dudes that just run around, oh, like the, the chicken-sized ones. That eat eggs? Yeah. Those are cool. <laughs> so they're, cute. they're the cute dogs. The real name is way longer, but I can't remember how to pronounce Compy? it. Compy? Yeah. But they call them compies in the book. Molly, Maybe do you want to specify your grading dinosaur? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to use the cool dinosaur. Cool, Coolosaurus yeah. Rex? Yep. Coolosaurus Rex? Mm-hmm. Is that the Kraft macaroni and cheese dinosaur? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's his name. <laughs> wow. Awesome. All right. Well, with that, we're going to hit pause, go watch Jurassic Park, and we'll be right back. Um, 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 and we're back. We, yay! Yay! Uh, we have just seen 127 magical minutes of Jurassic Park, which came out in the year 1993. Three, yeah! Yay! Yay! Yeah, me and Beth nailed it. Maybe Dan, if you already said. I don't think I necessarily called a year, but I silently agreed with you guys. Sure. This came out in a pre-Pulp Fiction world. Yeah, I was around that point. 1994. Nice. Really important for viewers. Yes. Well, we needed to know what mental state Samuel L. Jackson was in. Or during. what mental state the world was in about Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, true, true. Because like, if this had been a year after Pulp Fiction, yeah. it'd be like, oh shit, there's Sam Jackson. When is he going to just like lose his mind yeah, and like, start yeah. screaming and And like, just like rip a raptor apart with his bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> but, but as it is, you don't even see him get killed by a no. dinosaur. Yeah. He does get killed by a dinosaur, though. Mm-hmm. He does. It's very tragic. I think that's what... Uh, one of the reasons this movie works and still works is that a lot of the stuff happens off screen. Yes. Like, so you don't, yeah. it's not like in your face. So it doesn't really rely on in your face action mm-hmm. all the time. Apparently only uh, 15 minutes where an actual dinosaur appears. Really? Yes. Mm. Wow. That is impressive, actually. I found that online. I wasn't counting all <laughs> No, I know. I, 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 I understand. Yeah. That's not a lot of minutes. No. 27. No, they get to the action right away. So it is like the alien. Because the alien in Aliens barely shows up, too. That's true. Or the yeah. alien in Alien. Or the, the shark alien. in Jaws. Yeah. 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 Aliens. All more. the time. They're like all over the place. All over the place. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this movie is great. I yes. like this movie a lot. Me too. Me too. No pterodactyls at the end. Boom. No. Birds. I don't Lock understand why we have to bring up all the bets that I lost. <laughs> to be fair, they were pelicans. They look like they pterodactyls. Look a lot like pterodactyls. A lot of birds look like pterodactyls. But especially kind of a pelican. Point. That's the point. That's the whole point of the birds is that they look like dinosaurs. But like, if you put like a chickadee up there, you wouldn't be like, oh, Why would there be a chickadee on a Costa Rican <laughs> island flying around the ocean? <laughs> if they had shown a little chubby Turd dinosaur, you're like, oh, it's like a chickadee without feathers. Although, actually, now they think the most dinosaurs actually probably had uh, uh, precursors of feathers that the raptors and even possibly the T Rex would have some sort of protrusions What's uh, a running down. Like, it's not really like a soft, silky, beautiful thing. It's just sort of like some weird crap poking out of there. Sure. They're like mangy? 
Yeah. We made you birds? Yeah, if you look, uh, I encourage all of you to Google uh, the current theory on dinosaurs' appearances, because they have some pretty... Is that the search term? Current theory on know. dinosaur appearances? <laughs> Just put in dinosaur feathers, it'll, it'll come up. But they have some pretty, like, BA illustrations of basically, like, the dinosaurs that you know and love in Jurassic Park, except now, instead of being, like, cool... Uh, reptiles. They're cool reptiles that have a bunch of like crazy feathers all over them. Will Jurassic World weigh in on the feather controversy? I don't think so. No. You think they'll be sleek Jurassic Park well, style reptiles? The trailer shows raptors that look exactly like the raptors in this movie. Right. So I think it's a branding thing. And he's like riding them or something? I think he's just riding with them. Oh, okay. What I think is cool about Jurassic World is... Uh, <laughs> We're just talking about that movie now? Well, no, just just quickly. It's because it happens 21 years into the future. So people... Oh. Has Brad that same kid that's in this one? <gasps> I don't know. Tim. I don't know, Tim. Uh, but, uh, Tim got ripped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, what's cool about it is, if you think about it, if you had Jurassic Park in existence for 21 years, people probably would get very tired of it or become ordinary. Like in the same way, people are so uh, got so bored with uh, missions to the moon. Mm-hmm. Very, very quickly, um, we just got used to it. And yeah, we stopped because caring. we are terrible monsters who don't appreciate the progress of mankind. Well, the progress of mankind is mankind's downfall in this movie. That's true. I feel like the theme of hubris. Oh yeah, uh, is fairly thick. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. real uh, thick. Uh, Much John- like the thick score laid on by John Williams. By John Thick Williams. Oh man! Uh, I I think we have done another John Williams movie. Yes, I don't remember which one it was. Home Alone. Was it Home mm-hmm. Alone? Yes. But I remember that one also was thick. Yeah, like it was like, really letting you know, feel like, this yeah. Now, you're <laughs> feeling now. Here's your feelings. And your feelings. It's majestic and it's amazing. Dinosaurs alive today. <laughs> Here comes dinosaurs. We are all right. <laughs> Still great. Great theme song, though. Um, I mean, as much as it, as much as his scoring is like all over the place, like the main Jurassic Park theme is still a classic piece yeah. film scoring. It's interesting how it's still. It's like uh, a two pronged attack of like major nostalgia song, but also like still like a in its own right an emotionally swelling song. Indeed. Uh, when they yeah. welcome to Jurassic Park, yet? Uh, what? <laughs> welcome to Jurassic <laughs> Park. Was that your John Hammond impression? Yeah, oh, I thought you said John Hammond. I was like, he was not in this movie. <laughs> yeah, amazing. He was Tim. He was no. Tim. Tim grows up to be Don Draper. Well, maybe he's that little kid at the beginning. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, the uh, kid from Mad Men. Uh, Glenn? He's not- Glenn. It's not the same kid. It's not it's the same kid. He looks exactly I disagree. Like, it can't be because Glenn he would looks be way creepier. Glenn just is creepy. Google Glenn from Mad Men, kid at the Vienna Dress Park that Sam Neill threatens to cut open with a raptor claw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that seems pretty awesome. Can we talk about that? that? Yeah. So that's not the very beginning, no. but that's the second beginning scene. where we Third meet, beginning scene. The third beginning scene yeah. where we meet uh, our protagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh... Where the kid's like, oh, he doesn't look so scary. It's just bones. He's a big chicken. <laughs> After everybody laughs at Sam Neill for being like, of course they're birds. Look how bird-like they are. Uh, and the kid is like, that's not scary. And then Sam Neill goes for like a good two minutes, yeah. like slowly mm-hmm. describing how this child would be killed and eaten alive by raptors. Yeah. With a prop. With like a curved 
scythe-like raptor claw in his yeah, hand. That he carries around everywhere. Apparently. <laughs> is he a serial killer? Well, uh, maybe. Oh. No. A raptor no, he's killer. Not. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, uh, Beth is considering is. that possibility. The raptor killer. He hates uh, children. Yes. Yeah. They smell. Mm-hmm. They're expensive. Uh, some other points he makes. Yeah. It's yeah. a very tidy script. It does not take you long to understand What's uh, going that on. setup. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like the, um, like we were talking about them having kind of like a rocky relationship. And I feel like it wasn't rocky. Mm-hmm. No. Really. It was more like they had just mentioned children at the beginning. And then it was like, hey, hang out with these kids. You might get to like them. Right. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was more a ongoing conversation that time had exaggerated in my head. Yeah. It's like a legit beef between them. I, I kind of wonder if I didn't superimpose the Twister relationship. Yeah. You right. know? Because yeah. it, it's had a lot of similar elements. It did. Yeah. This Twister, I, I'm i almost sure we already made this point. We did. Twister episode, so go back and listen to that. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. I but it definitely feels like Twister was like, oh, how many things can we borrow from that? But do them differently and not as well. Well, and in a lot of ways, the uh, kid, Tim, especially, is, is super annoying in this movie. Um, although, in hindsight, I, I realize that part of the reason he's annoying is because he doesn't listen to anyone. And he's yeah. got this tenacious uh, curiosity. Yes. If you think about it, that is the spitting image of all the scientists that are around them. They disregard all authority at all times because they're so driven by curiosity. Right. Um, and discovery. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. could say, Tim... You know, he spends so much time realizing what he can do, mm. he doesn't consider whether he should do it. <laughs> Ian Malcolm, Jeff G. Yeah. Classic quote. Sexy Jeff. <laughs> yes, Bill. Oh. oh, I was just going to say, I don't. Re- I didn't really find... I know that he's supposed to be annoying. <laughs> I didn't really find him to be that annoying. I thought he was more like, like you said, like curious, and I thought it was really adorable how excited he was by meeting a paleontologist. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Did you notice know. that he had a matching uh, handkerchief that yes. he wore around his neck? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that's his hero that he's meeting? Yeah. yeah. And he just tosses him aside. Yeah. Sam Neill. Awful. Hates kids. Dr. Alan Grant. Same diff. Sure. I don't know, <laughs> know that character names. Uh, but let's talk about how sexy Jeff Goldblum is. <laughs> oh, man. Because that scene that I imagine was absolutely in there. Absolutely. They just open a scene on him, shirt open, chest hair glistening, <laughs> just looking <laughs> like a sex pot. Um, at one point... Go ahead, Beth. Oh, well, I was just going to add that this is after he had been, like... Attacked by a T Rex. Yeah, like he had he's been like, like laying in a hospital bed essentially, and is still like like wind is like blowing through his hair yeah. or something. Yeah, I love this character because he is presented as this super cool, all black rock star. He is called a rock star yeah. at one point, and he is a mathematician. Let us be clear: this character. Is a math nerd, but he is apparently the coolest math nerd in the world. Yeah, he's like a like if Malcolm Gladwell was also sexy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like he's. He, I got the impression he was like a the pop cool science math yeah. scientist guy. Yes, who probably wrote books with one word titles. Yeah. Oh, but that walk. <laughs> yeah, there was a point. Let's talk about that. There was a point where. 
Uh, it was just sort of a wider shot that was establishing a, something completely non-Jeff Goldblum related. But Jeff Goldblum was walking into frame. Strutting into And frame. he apparently <laughs> struck Molly with his presence so strongly that she like audibly, I don't know. You're Molly, do you want to speak to that experience? I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had like the strut, and like his shirt was kind of like off the shoulder. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> the magic turquoise, turquoise necklace. Yes, it's it the was magic of Jeffy G. An aggressive uh, quality to it. It's a, it's a power he wields. Yeah, yeah. It went straight through the screen. Mm-hmm. He's got swagger. There's no doubt about it. He's got math swagger. He's yeah. got that math swagger. <laughs> that math swagger. Uh, yeah, and he definitely uh, hits on Laura Dern like crazy, like hard. Uh, Although he does back off once he realizes. Yes. Yeah, he's not... I wouldn't call him a sleazeball. No. Uh, he's just, like, very comfortable with his sexuality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's also, like, one of the more level-headed people in the movie. Like Arguably the most level-headed. Yeah, he's skeptical from get-go. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even once everybody in is, like, totally won over by, like, oh, shit, dinosaurs, I love everything, he's like, uh... You guys, no, you can't control nature. It's going to go badly. Yeah. We're all going to die. But but say that, but with some uh, unique choices in where you pause <laughs> to yeah. speak. I, like, drum on my knees. Oh, God, amazing. That was like, my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, what did he say? He made some, like, uh, pithy point something about, like... Something, like, so profound. Yeah, and, and then, then he, it was just, like, doop doop Yeah, did a little <laughs> drum riff on his knees, like, yeah, nailed it. Yeah. Malcolm. He's great. Oh, he is great. I do want to talk about the the lawyer death. Um, I think it's interesting. It's sort of a comedic death, right? Yeah. The whole bathroom falls away, and he's just sitting on the toilet. He's right. not like pooping. No, but he's sitting on the toilet. And then I mean, gets, he might have pooped at that point. And then gets chomped by the T Rex, and it's like, oh, the lawyer got it because yeah. we hate him, even though he's like, he's not that bad. Like they no. make a lot of lawyer jokes, but he's. He's got a job, and he's doing it, and he's yeah. not being really shitty. No, he's yeah. just a journeyman doing yeah. his job. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that, I was like, this should be a really heavy moment. Like, now we know, like, oh, shit, the dinosaurs are going to kill us all. Yes. And I don't know if it was like, well, let's soften that blow, or if they just thought it'd be funny to kill the lawyer. Right. But I had a whole thing in my brain. I was like, oh, shit, this should be a heavier moment where we know that our <laughs> lives are, are fragile. <laughs> They could disappear at any moment. And yeah. T Rex's yeah. jaws. I re- the first time I saw that, I remember thinking that was very funny. And this this time when we watched it, I was like, I, I just yeah, I just didn't think he was like a bad enough character, right. for it to justify like he's like that being funny. Yeah, <laughs> like his his badness is basically like I care about money. I snapped at a child, and that's it. Like those are his only sins in this movie. Yeah, is this because it's early nineties? We're coming off. Uh, the 80s, the big stock market boom of the 80s, where everybody's rich. Yep. uh, (laughs) Yes, everybody is rich. (laughs) But now it's looking like maybe we're not going to all be rich because the lawyers stole everybody's money or something. Oh, yeah. Well, and also he abandons his kids. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's not a great character. Yes. But he's just sort of like a kind of shitty dude doing his job. Yeah. He's like the best, worst character in that part of the park. Versus the uh, Newman, when Newman gets Dennis killed. Dennis Nedry. Yeah. That's like, um, you're like fine with that, because that's just real dick. shitty. Like, yeah. He put everyone in danger. Yeah. Just, just for money. A, yeah. Is kind of a jerk. 
Like, there's nothing good about him, right? No. He's not even tidy at his workstation. Right. Tidy workstation. He maybe puts shaving cream on pie. Yeah. <laughs> that's always confusing. Even as a kid, I remember thinking, like, that's not edible, is it? I think, yeah. I remember during that scene, so there's, like, an opening scene where they set up that he's going to steal embryos um, and sell them to a Another company, company yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's got this <laughs> shaving cream thing that he's going to store him in, but he, like, like... Tests it out and then just drops it on the pie that he's eating. Yeah. And I remember, like, I had a memory back to that moment, I think, where there was a time in my life where I kind of thought shaving cream and whipped cream were the same yeah, thing. Yeah, me too. I was like, what is that? Is there not a difference? Yeah. Is it all the same and, stuff? Like, I didn't quite understand. Like, do you put, like, is it edible what you put on your face? Right. Yeah. There was I some... bet a lot of kids got sick after watching right. the movie. And I'm sure that just reinforced the idea. Yeah. I don't think I ever had that thought no. watching that. I think the idea is that somebody's going to take a bite out of that pie and have a rude awakening. Well, you, to speak of gender dynamics, probably were never forced by pop culture and told by society <laughs> that you would once be wielding a Barbasol can yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, on my legs. Yeah, but they don't market. They market it toward, and like, those... gruff lumberjack men shaving that face. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I feel like there's probably a lot. I used to, um, one time when I was a really little kid, I took a popsicle stick and pretended to shave my legs. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Uh, Yeah, this is going to be a real ignorant question. (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, good. When women shave their legs, do they use use shaving cream? Like, just the same as I would use on my face? Yes. (laughs) Except for... Mine is raspberry scented. <laughs> but it still comes and out as like... she pays a dollar more for yeah. right. A puffy, well, white, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the one I have now is pink. It's still pink. Yep. Because every... Because like the t- what the TV has taught me is yes. that you just get sexy in the shower and right. shave your legs <laughs> with water and soap maybe. Like there's uh, never anybody I... like... And then like lathering up their legs and then oh, shaving. So you, it depends. Some people can use soap. Uh, <laughs> Some other people have more sensitive skin, uh-huh. and if you shave without shaving cream, you get red bumps on your legs. Sure, yeah, uh, razor burn makes yeah. sense. We all experience razor burn. Yeah, I think we can all so relate. What we found is that. We all are the same. We're not so different <laughs> after all. Except for the terrifying dinosaurs that will destroy us right. all. They don't shave because they have feathers or scales. <laughs> scales and feathers. That's scales true. and feathers. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we got that settled. Okay. <laughs> the age-old question from yeah. Jurassic Park 1. Uh, what do women use to shave their legs <laughs> if not Barbasol? Oh, boy. Uh, so, so yeah, but the, the 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 toilet scene is really just the beginning of their troubles, right? Yeah, that's the first human death. Yeah. Yes, well, the first human death of that party. Oh yeah, I guess there's the initial one in the very opening. Yes, where some presumably Costa Rican man is killed by a raptor, and yeah. their family is suing Hammond for yeah. thousands of dollars, yeah. which good Million, for them. Million. Good million. for the, oh millions of dollars, which yeah. good for them. I say yeah, yeah, like that's crazy. Like oh, like honey, I'm going to go work for the terrifying predator park you know what i mean like there's wait i'm sorry are you saying that the human life lost is not worth 20 million dollars no i'm saying good for the family suing because to step up to that to step up to the fact that like they were like hey like underserved i assume costa rican men come work for this terrifying lizard park yeah you will get paid well also these are hyper-intelligent super killers. 
there is okay. There is a question I have. The lawyer is there, yes, because they're being sued, and so they need to prove that they're like their safety measures are good enough, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. I actually, so, I actually this uh, this is the first time watching the movie. I actually understood entirely why any of them went to Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, actually, like I when I was a kid, that. I was just sort of like, "Of course they're going to Jurassic Park." Like they asked <laughs> yeah. them to go to Jurassic Park. <laughs> I do, I still don't get why um, Jeff Goldblum is there. Okay, except for because he was invited shirtless. by the, the lawyer, the lawyer who was probably the, what probably happened is the investors were probably like, yes. "Oh, I'm reading the Wall Street Journal in my boardroom, smoking a cigar. <laughs> oh, there's an interesting article about this cool mathematician." Who knows about chaos? That seems <laughs> troublesome, and that's exactly what I'm worried about at this island. And they call up a lawyer on their lawyer phone. It's like, Gennaro, get me the rock star mathematician and send him to Isla Nubla right away. Yeah, that's yeah. probably how that went. Got it. And then, so then Grant and Sadler are being brought in because the investors insist on having uh, dinosaur experts sign off on the right, island. Right. Well, Sadler is only there because she was hanging around. Ooh, like, sexism. Yeah, the lawyer says, like, you need two experts. And so Hammond goes to find Grant, Sam Neill's character. Right. Um, and then the lawyer gets Jeff Goldblum. So those are the two experts they employed. But then when, like, they're being excited in the office, he's yes. like, why don't you come along? I'd love to have a paleobotanist right. as well. Do you think that was just to make sure Grant would come along? Uh, like, ah, oh, bring the wife. It'll be fun. Yeah. Like, You'll have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> you, just you just attacked me with water. It's dip, fine. Diplo, sword, Beth, <laughs> whatever that thing is. But yeah, so yeah. that's I didn't. That's I didn't ever realize that. Right? She's not really. She's just a hanger on. To be even there. though she was incredibly crucial to oh, yeah. keeping everyone alive over the course of that mm-hmm. yeah. adventure. It does remind them about sexism. It well, does. but they weren't worried about the dangers of the horticulture. You know? But she points out that they should have been. Well, She's like, you been. put all they these plants out because they look pretty, but they're incredibly toxic. Well, Hubris. Okay, I think all of that's fine. I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't know that it is exclusively sexism that she was left out. If they were looking for a paleontologist, right. specifically. Yes. It was sexist, as she does point out, mm-hmm. yes. when maybe I should go to save the day because I'm a man and she was like mm, let's not talk about this now I'm gonna go save the day right yeah she calls him out explicitly. not to mention he's like a hundred years old and uses a cane yeah yeah, yeah he's a real poor choice yeah uh, versus Australian oh hunter man yes awesome. let's get into this yeah Muldoon uh, the game hunter From slash King. warden the game master or whatever <laughs> of Jurassic yeah. Park is an amazing cartoon of a man <laughs> Who is dressed in all khaki, yep. uh, sh- like short shorts, high socks, massive thighs coming out of those shorts. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably why he's wearing the shorts, right? Yeah. To intimidate the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, check out these thighs. Don't try anything. <laughs> and then the that hat that you can buckle on one side yeah. to look mm-hmm. like Crocodile Dundee. Do you think that has something to do with, like, holding a gun? Is that probably what that's for? I don't know. Yeah, don't why? Like, it doesn't get in the way of your, like, shooting eye yeah, or something? you can put your arm all the your way shoulder up. Or your maybe if, you, like, or if you're holding the gun on a strap on this shoulder, oh. you can, like, take it off without hitting your hat. Maybe that's what that is. I would believe that. Tweet at us what that hat is for. Totes Recall Pod. Hashtag, what with that hat? Really? That's what you're going with? I like it. All right. What with that hat? All right. Yeah. 
Uh, Spell uh, it however you please. Yeah. Some questionable D or T's <laughs> in that. Yeah. But he's great. He's great. I like him a lot. Uh, he's Kenyan. Or, right? Well, he worked at he worked at Hammond's uh, Games Park in Kenya. Yeah. Like Hammond is like he is a a he's got shit all over the world of like here's a thing full of things. Go yeah. pay me money to look at. He's it. like an amusement place guy. Guy. I think he's just like an eccentric millionaire who's just like I want Kenyan animals in my park. But I feel like he made he he made his fortune. That's his thing, right? Yeah, he's like. He's like if Walt Disney lived long enough to go insane and because you know he totally would have like when he figured out learned about genetics like genetic manipulation he totally would have done this. He would have been like guys get all my imagineers in here we're going to build dinosaurs out of frog DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he would cackle maniacally <laughs> and then talk about how the dinosaurs would rise up and take uh bring the third Reich into uh a, okay yeah, that sounds like Walt Disney. <laughs> yeah. Kind of is trying, or didn't he freeze himself? Uh, I don't his know head. if that's true. I think that's got to be an urban myth. Who right? knows, man? I don't think so. You think uh, Walt Disney's head is really frozen <laughs> yes, somewhere? Yes, I do. I know for a fact that that's a real thing. They, right? Head freezing? Head People, freezing? Yeah, that's a thing you can pay for. Sure. Why wouldn't Walt Disney be a person who would do that? There's no. That's a good point. What I'm saying is, <laughs> there's right. no reason why it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> That logic checks out. Yeah, totally. It checks must out. be true. Totally checks uh, out. All right, we'll tweet at us as well. Mm-hmm. If you work for Snopes.com uh, with the hashtag What Would That Frohead? Come on. <laughs> what I loved about Muldoon is like his first, like his first scene is him shouting at the giant mouth that I remembered as a kid, shoot yep. her, shoot her, when the raptors like just ripping that poor laborer apart. But when he's first actually introduced by name, I love that he is basically presented as like. The grizzled beat cop who's, like, getting too old for it. Like, he already, like, clearly hates the dinosaurs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love how his attitude is just this very, just, like, macho. Just like, ah, you should destroy them all. Ah." Right. That's what he literally says the first time we see him at the park. Yeah. And they're, like, at the raptor pit. Yeah. He's like, I think we should kill them all. Oh, it's great. Yeah. This is the guy. (laughs) He works for you? It's like, this is the entire point of the operation is to have dinosaurs. But, right. I mean, it does beg the question, why do you also breed the most dangerous right. animals? Hubris. People yeah. are going to see that. I mean, it makes sense from a business standpoint, yeah. right? Yeah. But you could have just a bunch of peaceful herbivores. See, but I take issue with that, too. Because later in the movie, when they're in those trees, and they and, and Grant calls the brachiosaurs over, it's like, oh, don't worry, they're herbivores. It's like, herbivores can be real aggressive, too. Like huge dicks. Yeah, elephants. Elephants are herbivores. Account for the most human. And they are monsters in Africa. Yeah, I thought rhinos did. I thought it was hippopotamus. Oh hippopotamus yeah, hippopotamus is like two. It's hippos, water buffalo, elephants, rhinos. I think. Wait, there aren't that many rhinos left, are there? Maybe rhinos aren't on the list no. anymore. <laughs> I'm pretty sure elephants is number one. I just learned this because I thought it was hippos. Maybe they go back and forth. Maybe, Maybe they're it in switches. A race. Yeah, <laughs> a race to destroy humanity. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was very reckless of Grant to be like, don't worry, they're herbivores. These giant, monstrous creatures the size of a tree are completely harmless just because they eat plants? No. Well, they yeah. seem nice. Yeah. They seem like giraffes. But giraffes so, will giraffes be mean to you, too. I once, saw a, I once saw a giraffe, and this was one of my greatest zoo-going experiences ever. <laughs> I once saw a giraffe 
uh, peacefully munching on its feed up in its little fake tree, mm-hmm. a chipmunk enters its domicile. And the giraffe was not having it. It chased that chipmunk down like it was its sworn enemy. Mm-hmm. And you could tell, like, this was not an animal to be messed with. That's what I'm if saying. If you're a chipmunk. If, if you're anyone. <laughs> who knows how they'd react. size difference, like... We are we, the chipmunks of the Brachiosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying that Brachiosaur goes in to munch on some leaves right next to those people, right? Yeah. You think that one, if they start moving, the Brachiosaur's not going to be like, Oh, a startling creature I've never seen before. Smash, smash, <laughs> chew, chew, rend. Yeah, or it's like touch in their face. Right? You know, what moved me most... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't I can't disagree because I've never seen a, a giraffe and how it reacts to hamsters, but I do. Feel I said like... chipmunk. You're not even listening. You're not even listening. So dismissive of the story. <laughs> but what really hurt me about that scene is that poor little girl. Oh, Lex. She experiences so much trauma. Yes. And there's this moment where she's finally brave enough to reach out her hand and touch, try to touch this creature, and it she just doesn't ever get a chance to. And then she just gets snotted all over. Yeah, and you can see, like, there's, like, they, they hold the camera on her covered in snot. Like, she is quivering with a storm of emotions at that moment. Like, yeah. pretty much her faith in... The world yeah. has eroded at yeah. that point. Like she has, re- she has realized at a young age, like the world is not looking out for me. If oh. anything, the world is against me. Yeah, the na- and everything she gives a shot is pretty much turns on her, except for the computer. Yes. Um, so she'll turn to technology I for her so. solace. Yeah, I think that actress uh, did a fine job. Real good. Of, I mean, she's scared for the entire movie, pretty yep. much. Yes. Um, but yeah, just a good fear face. She was the yeah, she was the top reaction face of the whole show. Mm-hmm. Like she was great at it. Like that time when they think they're safe and they're eating all the delicious desserts and oh, she sees Jayla. the raptor silhouette behind her brother, that is such a like visceral terror on her face yeah. while she tensely holds that jello spoon. Yeah. She should not be eating anyway. She's a kid. She doesn't know. Okay. Why shouldn't she be? Because she's a vegetarian. A vegetarian. Oh, she's a vegetarian. But she's a young vegetarian. She doesn't know better. <gasps> she's a 90s vegetarian. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey. Hey, burn 20 years ago. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, that is a cool scene. I remember thinking it was cool and before and again when we watched it just now, when the raptor silhouette comes behind the mural where the raptor yeah. is also mm-hmm. in. Yeah. In my brain, I thought they lined up perfectly, right. and they didn't, and maybe that would have been hokey. Right. Uh, they probably did it the first take, had it lined up perfectly, and they were like, that would never happen. Just make it close enough. Yeah. 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 Uh, that precedes uh, one of the most terrifying scenes ever, which is the kitchen scene. Trapped in the kitchen with Trapped the Trapped in the kitchen. Uh, and the raptors opening the door. And my memory took so much longer than it actually <laughs> takes. My memory is like one of those frames and the, yeah. the doorknob quivers. And then an event. Nope. Nope. They just pretty much get the door almost right away. Um, it's a wonderful sequence. And I was surprised once again. There's a great moment where uh, one of the raptors goes charging the girl. And you know she's done for. But it's her reflection. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. not done for. Yeah. Although, why is she trying to shut herself into a container? Do you think that she understood the power of optics and was actually trying to bait the raptor into running into the reflection? No. No? no? I think she We're not going to give her that credit? No. All right. 
Shihara credit goes almost exclusively to knowing Unix, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is still to this day my favorite moment of <laughs> terrible movie computer. Yes. Portrayal. Oh, it's amazing. Where she brings up a graphic interface that's just like a map of the park, and she has to find, she keeps saying, I just have to find the right file. File. To file is the word she the uses. Door locks, yeah. And then she like finds the visitor center button on there and like clicks it, and then suddenly all the doors lock. It's just so. It's amazing. It's so perfect. It's amazing. It's yeah. like three adults have been working on that all day trying to get the system back up. <laughs> right. Yeah. And. She just had to find it on a map. Yeah. Well, and I guess they, I know they were trying to build tension, but it would have been such a nice relief after all of that, all those many, many moments of her being out of her element and incompetent for her to just sit down and actually... Bang out some commands. Yeah. That's actually a good point. Like, if she knows Unix, shouldn't she have just been like... Command, you know, like, open a command window and just been like, locks, yes, and then... Or even if she had to, like, search or, you know what I mean? Right. There still could have been some drama there, yeah. but... And the movie even set up, like, that form of computing. Like, there is command line yeah. stuff mm-hmm. that happens before. There's a yeah. great dramatic scene where Sammy Jacks is trying to get through Dennis Nedry's uh, hacking code, and he's typing away, yeah. and then suddenly a little graphic of Dennis Nedry comes up, and... Uh, mocks him, yeah, which mm-hmm. is adorable. <laughs> but I just believe a girl who has spends all her free time on a computer, yeah, would be able to manage Unix. She could find that CGI bin, yeah, something. You think she'd <laughs> like? You think she'd know how to be like? Oh, I know a shortcut to just like search for the right box in an aerial photo of <laughs> the map of the park that is also. A Windows, like a, a like a graphic interface of like the filing system of the. Oh, it's very confusing. Yeah, it's just oh bananas. man! But in terms of the technology, when they first get in those uh, jeeps, there's an interactive CD-ROM. Yes, which I had completely forgotten about. Adorable! How big a deal that was that you could oh, have an interactive man. CD-ROM, right? Like when you got music that also had like a music video on there. Yeah, and yeah. It's like it's music and video <laughs> on the same media. <laughs> What's happening? The future is here. Right. I remember that. Or every interface was exactly what you would expect. Like it would be, if you walked into an office, it would be a desk. And you click on the globe on the desk if you want to go, you'd see the world map. Right. Like everything was so literal. Yeah. Yeah. Self-driving cars. Uh, uh, Beth was sad they weren't Google. I was very sad that they were on tracks because I feel like... It's the future. <laughs> it's not the future. Though. I know. I wanted it to be the future. You wanted it to be more future. I mean, they figured out how to make dinosaurs. But that was Why their focus, right? Car? It's fine. <laughs> I'm just losing a full dinosaur in my ratings because of it. Really? <laughs> no, I just because of the track. Because the car was on a track. I'm just kidding. I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about how, uh, tw- however many years later, how that whole like initial t-rex scene is still solid hmm, like when it yeah. first shows up like when the car's shut down in front of the pen oh, man. like that whole thing where it like slowly emerges from its cage like from its fencing and starts like just messing with the cars that is still like super well done and yeah. it goes on forever but like in a not uh bad way yeah like it's just like tense and mm-hmm. just like holy crap that thing is huge and uh, still looked really good. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to say, the CGI, like, for 20 years later, the CGI wasn't perfect. No. But it was very, very good. Yeah. Like, 
incredible. There were actually. definitely like like the part at the beginning where they first see the the first dinosaurs. Yeah. Like there's a point where like yeah. Sam Neil kind of like gestures vaguely towards the dinosaur yeah. and it's kind of like you have you know you don't know yeah, you have right. no idea what's over there right that moment there's like oh you're obviously in front of a green screen right. but the dinosaurs still look great yeah i think like the t-rex uh, especially you can tell that's kind of where they poured the money in because yeah. that was like the big moment in the movie yeah and they move really well i yeah. think molly mm-hmm. made this point that they like especially in the kitchen scene when the raptors yeah. are running around like jumping up on stuff was, the movement looks very realistic yeah it's oh, believable I I have no idea how but it's believable like yeah. it seems like an animal like an actual animal would move yeah mm-hmm. Chickens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can they have they remade this movie with chickens instead of dinosaurs? <laughs> that someone has Chicken Run. <laughs> oh, right. that's, that's what that is. Yeah. yeah. I would like to see that kitchen scene redone with chickens. I bet if we search it on the internet, it exists. You think so? I think they have that actually done. Decent. I think someone did do the kitchen scene with cats. Oh. I think that actually exists already. I feel like I saw that once, or saw something telling me that it exists. Check out our newsletter for that link. <laughs> or not, if it doesn't exist. Yeah. Maybe we'll find it. Or we'll just have a list of things we wish existed based yeah. on this movie. Maybe we'll make it. We Ooh. won't. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you give, uh, let's say, $40,000, then one of us can quit our jobs and right. make that video. Okay. Not won't be Molly. She already seemed panicked about the idea of forty thousand dollar donation to make a cat Jurassic Park video. Oh boy! Uh, did we make any bets yeah. besides the birds? Uh, birds and pterodactyls. Uh, years blood waterfall. Mm. Okay, so a lot of what I talked about in the first half um, did not happen in the movie that we watched, making me think that it all was from Jurassic Park 2. Now, a lot of, okay, so the scene where I talked about the, um, okay, so the blood waterfall did not happen. I remember that scene as well, though, I think, where, like, they're trapped against a waterfall and T-Rex's face, like, breaks the waterfall. Oh, that was in a preview. And, like, sniffs at them. A um, movie I haven't seen. Yeah. I think it's in the second one. Mm. Um, and the other part, too, when I was talking about the car getting pushed off of the edge, yeah, I think that's actually, it happens again in the second one, except for they're in a trailer instead yeah. of in a, um, in a like, a tour car. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so while it might have sounded like I had guessed it correctly... It's not the same scene. <laughs> Had you seen this movie before, though? Yes. Okay. Yep. Had you seen it after you saw The Lost World? Um, I for sure saw the second one first. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> because I think I think I saw that one, and then it was like, I didn't get a lot of the references. Right. Because it, when they go in the second one, they go to the island. I think they go to a different island. They go to like a neighboring island where the dinosaurs have spread. Or something. Oh. Or it was like the backup pen or There's something. There's for sure a point where they're on that island because they go into the, like, um, center. Like, the the place where the T-Rex is, like, going crazy at the end. Yeah. yeah. And it's all covered with plants. Oh. I think and that might be the third one. Yeah, you might be thinking the third one. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen the third one. The third one. one, I think, has some sort of bus or van getting tipped over. I'm pretty sure the third one is, has is, like, in ruins and the pterodactyls are trying to kill them. Okay, I'm going to have to watch... Are you sure watch. there's pterodactyls and not pelicans? Yeah, it might just be pelicans. <laughs> be Angry like, pelicans. I might be thinking of the birds. How could you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I could be wrong because I don't remember... Maybe I'm going to have to watch both of those movies. Okay. And 
I'll get back to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we also bet that whales were bigger than dinosaurs. Oh, we didn't look that up. Uh, I, I forgot to look that up. I did look it up. Ooh. And they are bigger than dinosaurs. Nice. All dinosaurs? That's what it said. All whales are bigger than all dinosaurs. <laughs> the quote that Google pulled was, uh, whales are bigger than dinosaurs, even the largest ones. All right, then. Oh. But did it did it get into the gradation that Dan proposed, <laughs> where there are there is a dinosaur longer than a whale, yet um, might be less voluminous? Probably. But massive. I, you probably I want to say massive. Probably. I didn't look that up. Okay. Yeah, um, the density is probably fairly consistent. Yeah. So the have to do some research. We're just throwing out <laughs> units of measurement all over the place. <laughs> Which animal is more dense? Lovely. <laughs> dense animal is. Oh god. I bet whales aren't that dense because blubber floats. Buoyancy. Oh. But they're pretty big. Yeah. They're real big. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> muscle. I think muscle is denser than fat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because that's what that's sure you is. tell yourself yeah. when right. you're not losing weight, even though you're exercising. Right. You're like, oh, muscle weighs more, so obviously yeah. everything's yeah. okay. Right. Yeah. So that would mean that Muldoon's legs alone would weigh like as much as a blue whale. <laughs> yeah. 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 Was yeah. that in there? Yeah. <laughs> Who, bigger whales are Muldoon's legs? <laughs> Uh, uh, another bet we had was about the Bechdel test. Okay. We oh, we all gave it a hopeful yes. Yep. Uh, it was a really disappointing no. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there were two named female characters, yes. obviously. Uh, but they maybe never really talked to each other at all. They um, There was an implied conversation, but other than that implied conversation, they never talked to each other about anything. And the implied conversation was about Dr. Grant. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, it is a real Rough. bummer. And there could have been some easy line swaps, like if... Uh, Laura Dern had said something that Sam Neill said that, you know, didn't need to come from that character. Like, there's yeah. no reason. Yeah. Uh, that would have nailed it. Because they were hanging out a lot. They yeah. were all together for a while. Yeah. On a tour. But maybe that was a conscious choice on, okay. Laura, okay. on Professor Sadler's part. Right. Because she wants Professor Grant to be won over by these kids. So she takes a back seat yeah. to their interactions and just tries to... Pull the strings. From yeah, she really rolled the dice on that because, like, his grandkids could have been like monsters. She didn't know. She'd only met them a minute before that. Yeah, but she had a, a woman's intuition <laughs> 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 that they were good kids. There was sort of a weird shot where, like, when they run up to Grandpa, they like panned up to Lorda, and she sort of had this like, "Oh, I know what's afoot." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she's really pushing that kid agenda. Yeah, I, I mean, Not I that don't know. Much, I think though. there was something mm-hmm. actually a little bit more whimsical in it than a full-on agenda of children. Sure. sure. I think she was like, either way, this will be entertaining for all of us. True. She was messing with him a little bit. Plus, this is karmic retribution for terrifying that poor child in the opening scene. It's true. Also, maybe a part of her, like a quiet voice was like, you go in the car with the kids. I'm going to stay back here. With one Jeffy G, yeah. who is clearly oh. DTF. His shirt's already <laughs> shirt's already half open. He's, got He's huge dr- rings. dripping water on my hands <laughs> and disgusting my skin and like getting pretty grabby. Actually, there were a couple of moments where he was like, "You are not, you are invading her personal space a little more than you probably should yeah. at this point." That's all right, right? That's all right. <laughs> Jeffy G, He's right, Molly? Man. <laughs> He's got nothing but charm. <laughs> there was a point. 
when he was like holed up in the bunker, like after when we first after we got that amazing immaculate shot of him, yeah. Like at a certain point, I was just like, really? He like at any point he could have buttoned up that shirt. Like he's just been <laughs> sitting there for hours. He's gonna let it breathe. It's an injury. <laughs> yeah, you can tell it's hot because he's sweating so much. <laughs> Uh, he's got like transition lens glasses. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. so much. Just everything about him was incredible. Whoever yeah. did the costuming on this movie should be applauded because I they... believe it's his own wardrobe. He owns giant rings and turquoise stone necklaces. Yeah, and his uh, his speech patterns and like choice of laughs even throughout the movie. There's an amazing his first initial introduction when he's asked them. If they dig up dinosaurs, and then he has this insane, inhuman laugh in the helicopter. And, like, the internet has embraced it so fully. There's actually this, like, beautiful, like, electronic music track that is based entirely on that laugh from the helicopter. And it is so good. I encourage you all to look <laughs> it up. I can't, there's a, uh, I'm trying to remember what it's called. I think if you just Google Jeff Golden laugh music, it'll come up. It's great. It'll also be in our newsletter. Oh. <laughs> Subscribe at toadstreetcall.com. Well, one thing, one thing I do want to say about the helicopter between the beginning and the end is at the end, uh, the script economy is incredible. They get a lot done with just a look. Yeah. And with kind of, uh, it's actually a very peaceful, very cool moment, and I appreciated that. Yeah, yeah, because that definitely could have been a scene where they really like thumbed in some uh, witty one-liner mm-hmm. from Jeffy G, probably, probably, mm-hmm. and that would have been forgiven because it would be from him. <laughs> yeah, and we all swoon a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but they didn't. Yeah, like you said, they just they do the looks. There's yeah. like one where like the two kids are on Sam Neill and Larger and gets into like the oh looks like you do like kids after all look. And he's like, mm, yeah, I guess I do. Like a little knowing, like, oh, you. Yeah, like they're gonna have, a, they're gonna go make a baby as soon as totally. they land. Totally, <laughs> a perfect human, non-genetically modified baby, because yeah. they have now learned the hubris <laughs> of man is genetic tampering. That's all. <laughs> also, he looks at birds and he's like, oh, the, the evolution, whatever, yeah. life. Which is funny because in the book, that it's funny you say that because in the book, at the end of the book, when they're flying over the island, mm-hmm. the last thing Dr. Ellen Grant sees is a bunch of raptors like shrieking up at them after they, before they get firebombed by the Costa Rican government. Oh. Spoiler alert for the book Jurassic Whoa. Park. Yeah. Uh, That's intense. Yes, it is. Maybe I'll read that book. Yeah. Well, what did you think? Did it make your five dinosaur rating? Um, I actually think it didn't quite hit my five dinosaur rating. What? Uh, I would give Daniel it like... I know. Uh, I think it hits like like a four and a half. I still really like this movie, but it didn't... like the, the There was something that was missing, and maybe it was just because I've seen it before, uh, or it was because on a smaller screen or whatever... But, like, the intensity that I remember from first watching this movie wasn't quite there. Yeah. The kitchen scene was still very intense. Uh, but, like, I, I knew where some of the surprises were coming. Um, and I was, like, maybe feeling for the dinosaurs more. And, like, rooting <laughs> for the humans <laughs> slightly <laughs> less. Uh, that it didn't, it didn't like, just wrap me up mm-hmm. in a... Th- not, it wasn't a nonstop thrill ride for me. Mm-hmm. There were some limited stops. It was, like, an express... An express thrill ride. Mm-hmm. So I still really liked it, but four and a half dinosaurs. Okay. 
from me. Molly, you oh, actually gave sure. it four. I did. I would actually give it five. Oh. Uh, in viewing it again, I think uh, I had a similar experience where uh, the, there weren't as many surprises, but I realized, I think I noticed a lot more, um, especially uh, Richard Attenborough's character uh, has so much more depth for me this time, and I felt much more empathetic. Um, and then also in the early moments when uh, Grant sees the dinosaurs for the first time, I had this moment of awareness of what it might be like to be validated in something that you've worked for a long time in theory. Um, and it reminded me of being a, a history major and doing all of this primary research and just dying to just talk to somebody and find out how things actually were. Like if there's a part of me that longs, and, and I think it's all of us do, we all long to travel in time and see things that we'll never experience. Uh, and they captured all of that. Um, yeah, I mean, so I don't know how you, like yeah. your dream would be for a John Hammond to come to you and be like, we've genetically recreated all Benjamin the crucial Franklin. figures of American history <laughs> on this Costa Rican Island behind electric fences. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys know if I could meet Benjamin Franklin, I had a biggest crush Shoot on him. Shoot him! <laughs> He'd probably make a pass at you. He was the Jeffy G of his day. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, we definitely have transition lenses. Yeah. We have transition bifocals. Exactly. Yeah. He was a big nerd, but he also was a sex machine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was kind of a dick. Yeah. Uh, but people still respected him a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I would say I would bump this up to a five. Oh. Although I will point out that my dinosaurs were smaller than yours. So That's maybe true. I agree with you that like <laughs> there were certainly some things where you're just sort of like, there's not quite the thrill of like the initial experience but i haven't seen it in so long that i was just so delighted with how much of it was still like rock solid like really that entire t-rex scene like as soon as i came that scene started like all of my memories of a kid came flooding back of just reading like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen in my life because i was such a dinosaur nerd and suddenly there's like this relatively realistic seeming t-rex doing t-rex stuff yeah and it was great and uh i agree with molly where that now watching it uh so removed from childhood nostalgia, like it was actually kind of interesting to like see these characters from a more adult perspective. And like, you do actually like, I related more to a lot of their perspectives now than when I was a kid, it was more just sort of like, Oh, this is great, crazy cool or whatever. But now it's actually really interesting to like, yes, kind of understand all of their, uh, grown up views about <laughs> the dinosaur island. Uh, I would do four. It might've been dropped down. To four, because I think I like the second one better. <laughs> well, I can't talk. Oh, to here's you. here's why though. The second one is primarily Jeff Goldblum. I know he's like the star of that I know. one. All right, but but it also has a like twenty minute Godzilla homage at the end where the T Rex like washes ashore on American mainland. <gasps> it's oh yeah, dumb. It's dumb. And just ravages. Lying in the sand. Lost World is terrible. I don't care. <laughs> um. Well, four. Four dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Still great. Still great. Oh, yes, great. Uh, speaking of how great things are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nailed it. Uh, we like to read uh, five-star reviews left on iTunes um, for those that have left it. So uh, either in an impression of a character from the movie we just watched or Dan is Nick Cage. So are there any 
Uh, who, I mean, is just, it, can just do, do it Jeffy G. Do or, Jeffy G reading a five-star review. Uh, I feel like I can't. Here, I'll try and do Muldoon. Okay, perfect. Uh, who is, I think is Australian, but is not. <laughs> so this is from, uh, this is from Nickname Mike Name. Thank you, five stars. Uh, called Toots Recommended. Oh, crikey. <laughs> and look, every, nope. No, just go. Just go. <laughs> About this poor podcast. The people, the movies, their cheese, the theme song made of <laughs> They really got a lot of good things going for them. But... <laughs> <laughs> You've gone Scottish. You're Hammond now. Just roll with it. You're Hammond. My favorite part is Jacquette's bits. Because when he's right, I buy myself a treat. Ooh. Yay. Is that it? That's it. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> no, thank you. Nickname, mic name. Uh, play if you would like your review read on air. Oh, Leave one of my two. And how could you not after yeah. that? Ooh, that was rough. That was a rough... Attempt at an exit. <laughs> oh, Hold wow. on your butts. Hold, Hold on your, your butts, America. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Totes Recall. New episodes drop on the 15th of every month. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Totes Recall Pod. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. It helps more people find the show. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. For more information, check out noisepicnic.com slash totes recall.